And welcome to Sports Spectrum's Transformed with your host, Jade McCarthy, part of the Sports Spectrum Podcast Network. For more stories on sports and faith and to learn more about how you can subscribe to our Sports Spectrum magazine, check out sportsspectrum.com. Now, here's Jade McCarthy in Transformed. Well, welcome into Transformed. Great to have you along with us. And my guest today loves to serve. She loves to write. And I know she's going to agree with me on this last one. She loves to organize. Um, she is the <laughs> wife of New Orleans Saints linebacker Demario Davis, the mom of five kiddos, all of whom she homeschools. Just got to throw that in there because it's a difference maker. She's the creator of the F word blog as in faith, family, food, all of it behind the scenes of the football and the co-founder of the Devoted Dreamers Foundation with her husband, Demario. Tamala Davis, welcome into Transformed. I am super excited to have you here. Thank you for having me. I am super excited to be here to chat with you guys. So thank you for having me on. Yeah, absolutely. I want to start with this, Tamala. When when you hear the word transformed, what do you think of in, in your own life? Wow. So I feel like the word transformed a lot of times is used, um, you know, loosely or, you know, in different settings with different um, meanings to different individuals. But when I think about transformed, for me, I really, really cling to how God has really transformed me as an individual, how he's transformed the way I think, the way I desire to live and serve my family, love others, um, do community work. And so I, I remember years and years ago when my life looked completely different than it does today. I remember when my faith walk was extremely lukewarm and, you know, I just wanted to check the boxes of being a Christian. And it wasn't until I really countered God that he really transformed me um, in every imaginable way. You know, again, he transformed the way I, the way I think, the way I talk, the way I just go about my day-to-day -day life. And so for that, I am extremely grateful, but I'm always in awe. And I think about my life song and I'm like, God, if you can do this for me, like I was on my way to not live in eternity with you. But if I think about my life then, and I think about my life now, I'm just like, God, you do amazing transformations. And I am so indebted to you for the way you transform me and my life. Mm, it's so true. Like when you recognize that power and then you just have this insatiable hunger to be able to share it with others. And I do wonder, was that an evolution for you? Did it take place over time, Tamala? Or can you kind of put your finger on a moment or a memory and go, okay, th this is when that transformation really started. Absolutely. So it started with a lot of little moments. Like there were little things that would come up where I was like, I feel like there's something different um, to having an authentic relationship with Christ. And then something else would happen. And then I'm like, I don't know how to get that because I grew up in the church. I grew up around a lot of people who talk the talk, but didn't always walk the walk. And so in that, I think we have to be extremely careful 
with what we're putting out. And so I remember having moments where I'm like hungry for more and hungry for God, but then I didn't know how to really cultivate that relationship on my own. And so um, I can recall a moment, I'd just gone off to grad school and I felt like, um, you know, I'd, I'd encounter like a small church that I was like, okay, there's something different about this church. I feel like I'm growing. Um, and I was really just searching for something. And you know, sometimes you're searching for something and you don't realize what you're searching for. And yes. sometimes you feel like you're searching for um, God, but you're really searching for things of the world. And so I was just kind of in this tug of war place. And I remember being in my closet and I was like slumped over like one of these blue, you know, these huge bins that you get when you're moving and you're like throw a ton of things in. <laughs> yes. And um, I was hunched over one of those bins and I was just like, found myself crying out to God. And I'm like, God, like, I believe there's something more to you. I believe that I've just been checking some boxes and this is not like a true and authentic relationship with you, but I don't know what it looks like. So I need you, if you're real, if you are who I hear people say you are, yet I know some people, you know, go opposite from what they say they believe. Like, I need you to do something in me. I need you to reveal yourself to me. And, you know, it was just like, you know, sometimes you feel God just really like dry your tears. And I remember pulling myself up. And shortly after that, um, I met Demario. Um, who's now my husband. And, um, he told me, he was like, I'm a Christian. And I was like, well, what kind, you know, like I've encountered so many different Christians, like, what is this all about? And, um, he was like, there's only one kind. And I'm like, uh, yeah. Okay. And so, so I'm like, tell me more. And he told me more about this campus ministry that he was a part of. And I started to go and I started to be plugged in and I started to be discipled, but I was still like in in a place where, you know, there's so much uncertainty. And I remember um, they invited me to what they called like a spring retreat. And it's like all these college kids from different campuses, they meet up and it's just like, you know, kind of like your PAO for college kids, you know? And um, I get there and I'll never forget the title of that weekend was Flip the Script. Mm -hmm. And in that they wanted to talk about all the misconceptions of Christianity, which was something that I was struggling with, and what Christianity and what walking faithful, faithfully with Christ, having an authentic relationship with him, what that looked like. And they put so much emphasis on the importance of not reading God's word, hearing God's word, but not being doers of the word. They also put emphasis on how it's so important for us to understand that we cannot pick and choose the parts of the Bible that we want to obey. Like if you're saying that you're going to blindly follow Christ, then you have to really live that out. And that was the weekend that my life was totally transformed. That was the moment that I knew that everything that I'd been living, all the things of, you know, using those excuses, oh, God knows my heart or sinning and knowing I'm sinning and just like, oh, Lord, forgive me. I'm not going to do it again. And I find myself doing it again two weeks later. That was the moment where I knew and I clearly understood that there was 
like something more than what I've been exposed to? And I said, yes. And, and I wanted to be in this relationship with Christ. And I just really, for the first time in my life, like felt his love for me, felt his grace and his mercy towards me. And the, the, it was just, it was February the 12th. I'll never forget that weekend. I love it. I love it. Down to the date and the the rubber made box you were probably leaning over before this all kind of unwound and then and then unfolded and then you meet Demario and go for this retreat and terrific story Tamala Davis joining us here on Transformed H- how does that now change the way you live your life every day because like you're in the thick of it Tamala you you have five little <laughs> kiddos like it is busy. I mean, I get it. Like I'm a mom with little kids and it is super busy. And sometimes it's, it's hard in those moments of chaos to go, okay, deep breath. I've got to practice what I preach here and, and not be Mm -hmm. a Sunday Christian, but a Christian who's going to be there seven days a week. Um, so what, what, what are the things that you do every day to do that? Well, one, um, one of the things that I learned very on as a person who um, is a perfectionist, a person who is prideful in so many different areas of life is I had to allow or have to constantly allow myself to be vulnerable with God. And I think sometimes, you know, when we're entering in a relationship with him we go back to you know like checking boxes like oh I read my bible oh I did you know and so I had to get to a place where it's like you can't be a checklist Christian you know you can't walk with God faithfully and only decide you know you you write out your to-do list and you check it and it's all good like you have to be vulnerable with him you have to connect with him you have to have like this intimacy with him where Sometimes even when you don't know what to say or you don't even know how to put like your words, your thoughts, your emotions into word that you just have a word or have a song or have something that you're just like, God, I just need you to move, you know? And so for me, learning to have that vulnerability, I think too, um, worship music, you know, everybody has their way that they connect with God. And so worship music and prayer are always like my, my top two. So where I'll just play, you know, whatever my, my, my track list is um, of songs that really speak to me. And when I'm listening to them, a lot of times I'm listening to them and I, I may still be moving around or whatever, but I'll find myself just kind of closing my eyes. And I imagine myself just as a little girl, like just really sitting at the feet of Jesus. And in that, I'm just like, you know, singing these lyrics, but I'm pouring, pouring all of that out um, um, to him. And then the other thing is really like prayer. And as a mom of littles, like, you know, I do try to be intentional with, you know, my, my devotionals or Bible reading plans and things of that nature. But if I'm honest, sometimes I don't always make it, you know, to my word for that day. But it's like, okay, if I don't make it, to read a chapter. Like, I know I can start over tomorrow, but I still need to be able to connect with God so that I am able to walk out this journey um, in a way um, that I'm humble, but also understanding that in every phase of life, whether it's parenting, whether it's marriage, whether it's philanthropy work, whether it's serving, like whatever it is, I need him. 
And those are the times that I have to remind myself, like you have to connect with him. You, you have to find a way to really rest in him and trust and believe that regardless of what you're going through, regardless of where your emotions are, that God sees you, he loves you and he cares. And when the world is tugging on you or making you feel whatever type of way, like just really, really clinging to his truths, even when you don't understand them. What's a way that you and Demario practice that within the, within your family? So we practice it again, uh, through prayer, through different Bible studies with different things that we do with our kids, whether it's, you know, reading, um, different Bible stories, whether it's, um, watching Superbook with them, whether it's doing Bible memory with them, whether it's teaching them how to pray, you know, the Lord's prayer is beautiful and it's, it's essential for everyone to know it. But even with my kids, you know, even my two-year-old, we're like trying to teach her to like how to just not recite a prayer, yeah. but how to really think about, you know, how you're going before God, like, what are you thankful for? What have you done that you may need forgiveness for? What is it that's in your life that you may be convicted? And so like getting just her at the tender age of two to really, you know, oh God, I thank you for my Barbies. Forgive me for having a temper tantrum. You know, like those are things that, you know. It's true though, right? Yeah, yeah. It's like, okay, yeah, yeah. We're we're grateful for that. But I think it's also like shaping and molding them because, how she goes to God at two and how she goes to God at eight, which, you know, like I see, I have a two-year-old and an eight-year-old and I'm like, how they go to, to the Lord and go before the throne is completely different. But had we not been intentional with them, you know, from the time that we've learned about them, uh, then it could look completely different. And so those are the ways that we really try to incorporate it um, just when it comes to our children. And then with each other, you know, we're constantly you know, asking each other, you know, like, how can, how can I pray for you? How can I serve you? How can I become a better spouse for you? You know, you have to be able to ask like those tough questions and find ways and, um, to really work through things, but finding strategies to really implement, uh, different practices of your faith and what works for you today may not work for you two years from now. Um, but it's like, okay, God, like I really connected with you through worship or through praying with my spouse or whatever. Like today, like, I don't feel that same connection. Like what else do I need to be able to really hang on to this relationship with you, God? And what is it that I need to really feel you and be fueled by you? And so I think giving yourself the opportunity to also um identify when things are changing or when you don't feel as close to God so that you can find a way to really get back there Mm. all such great powerful advice and and like you said I mean at two years old it might be about Barbies and temper tantrums or you know toy trucks and hitting my brother but but going before God with that posture of of gratitude and of honor like if you can start that at the tender age of two and carry that through childhood and into young adulthood and adulthood it it can have such a a power over your life because Mm -hmm. you're willing to 
allow God to work in you. And that's really at the crux of, of all of it. Uh, Tamela Davis here with us on Transformed. And I want to ask you, because I know part of what's so important to you and Demario is also the way that you work together to help transform others. And you do that in part through Devoted Dreamers. So tell me a little bit about that and why it's near to and dear to your heart, Tamela. Yes, absolutely. So Demario and I, again, both grew up, um, you know, checking the boxes and um, with limited resources when it comes to mentorship or really having people walk us through different seasons of life. And so after we both, like, again, we both came to Christ through college ministry. Um, and that was just a wake up call for us. It was yeah. a big, big wake up call for us. And for Demario, he, he had gone down a, a difficult and trying path along this yes. way, Pamela. Like that's yes. important, I think, to point out, like this was not always like rose colored like, glasses. And no, <laughs> not at all. I mean, like the man you see today is not the young boy or the young adult um, that lived all those years ago. And so he really, really um, had a life transformation where, um, you know, his life was really spiraling out of control. And I think when you take the different things that he encountered, um, on his journey um, as a teen, um, as a young adult, young man, um, single parent household. And then you take my journey of all the things that I encountered and you put those together and you realize like there are so many kids who are lacking the very things that you needed and more. And so it's like, how do we go back into our community and how do we create an environment where we're able to shape and mold children mentally, physically, emotionally, but most importantly, spiritually, where they're able to see people who don't just talk the talk, but walk the walk. And not that we're doing that to perfection, but understanding that when we do find our, ourselves falling short, that we're convicted and our conviction leads to repentance. And through that, we're constantly tugging on God and, and asking him to, to show us how to, to be more like him. And so we wanted to create an environment with um, youth from eight to 18, where we're just really able, we're really able to just walk alongside them, um, to help them identify dreams and goals, to help them um, have life skills, to do mentorship. Like mentorship is something that we all need, regardless of what you know, phase of life we're in. And so we, we live by the motto that we, we strongly believe that you should always have someone walking above you, beside you, and beneath you. And in that, you're able to feed, but also be fed. And so teaching the children things of that nature too. And so with our foundation, we're just really, really um, just trying to equip the next generation so that they can be launched out into the world to make um, impactful uh, decisions and live impactfully for the kingdom. When you look at some of the kids that you serve with this foundation, do you and Demario sometimes see yourselves in them? And do you feel like you can go, okay, like I can go back to a similar place to where they are right now. And I can reach them on a different level because I can say, you know what, like 
I might not be in your exact seat, but I've been in a seat similar to the one that you're sitting in. All the time, all the time. And I think um, just what we've both learned, um, especially me, like Demario, he, he's he's an open book. He's just like, listen, like this is what it, versus me, I'm a little bit more like laid back, like trying to fill out the room and all of that. But what I've, what I've learned is, when you're mentoring or when you're walking alongside somebody, whether it's children, whether it's adults, like they need to be able to know your life experiences. They need to be able to hear from you the mistakes that you've made, the growth that's come from it and how like you've really seen God's hand in it all. And I think a lot of times, you know, um, of course you do it to, you know, what's age appropriate and, and all of that. But there are countless times where we're encountering youth and we're like, wow, that reminds me of a young version of myself 15 years ago. But 15 years ago, I didn't have whatever it is that I'm trying to provide. So how do I take my experiences take where I am now and take like my heart and my passion, mix some type of cocktail and hope that they will drink <laughs> from the cup. You know, it's just like, like, listen, listen to us. Um, like we get it. Like we weren't always, you know, these people who walked out our lives for Christ. We weren't always, you know, the face of this or the hand in that, like, this wasn't always our life. So allow us to help you not make the same mistakes that we made. Um, so that's just kind of how we go about it all. And, and by the way, like every time you look into a kid's face like that, I'm sure it also puts you right back in that place of thanks that God reached you and mm -hmm. showed you and has led you on this journey. And you've been able to do all this through him all the time I'm just all I'm always in awe again of just just God's God's grace and his sovereignty and I find myself countless times just being like God like you didn't have to do that like you didn't have to meet me where I was but I am so grateful that you did and you know, and sometimes I'm like I forgive me again and I know like you know you don't have to keep going and asking for forgiveness for the same thing but I'm just like wow like how many times did I reject you or reject the people that you sent my way to like pull me out of my, of my crap. And I'm just, I'm just, just in awe of him again, just with how he just really, he loves us regardless of where we are in life. And he has like purpose and plans and visions for all of our lives. We just have to say yes. Mm. And so, so often there's so much bigger than we can even uh, begin to wrap our, our minds around because his ways are so much higher than ours. Uh, that's it. That's it. I'm like, God, thank you for not answering some of the prayers <laughs> that I put out there because your plan was way better. Right. 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 And I know you guys like to say dream big, devote everything. Um, Take, take me inside that motto and, and what it means to you and Demario. Yes. Yeah, so, so, you know, we all have dreams and we have goals and we have, you know, different, whether it's career paths or educational paths, we have dreams and goals that we want to meet and reach. Um, and so with that, we like to tell the kids to dream, but dream bigger because 
a lot of the children that we work with, like they haven't been exposed to certain things outside of like where they're currently at. And so it's like, don't just dream with what you're able to see every day. Like dream bigger because there's way more out there than you've even began to, to process or think about or even been able to be exposed to, which is why we're really big at trying to expose them to different career paths and, you know, a different entrepreneurship uh, things and all of that. And so it's like dream big, but in order to dream big and to work towards obtaining those goals, like you have to be able to devote everything. And when you devote everything, that's going to require like so much work and so much sacrifice, but you have to be willing to devote everything in order to obtain the dream that you have. I love that. I love that. I'm going to use that in my own house with my own kids. Cause I just think it, it, it rings so true. Like you've got to dream big and you also have to be willing to work for any dream that you have. So that's it. What a great way to put it. Dream big, devote everything. Um, give me like a fun fact about your family, your kids, your husband, Demario, about you that I don't know, Tamala. Something fun. Uh-huh. We love to dance. So <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you knew that one, but there's probably not a day that goes by that we do not dance in our house. And I think that it just keeps us like lighthearted and fun and the, the kids love it. I mean, sometimes like they frustrate me sometimes with how much they dance and Demario, he's, <laughs> he's like the fun parent. And so, you know, we could be having dinner and all of a sudden they all jump up and they're like peanut butter jelly time or whatever. And they're just like <laughs> dancing. And I'm like, guys, like we're having dinner. Like, can't we do this afterwards? But um, we love to dance to all different types of music and just have fun. And I mean, like, even if there's no music planned, we'll create our own beat and just break out in dance. <laughs> At the table, putting down a beat. At the table, taking out the trash, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> that is great. I, great stuff, Tamala. And I'm going to give you a shout out because you should te- check out the F word, please. Um, there's a great blog on it. And I particularly want, love the one that you wrote recently about what you learned from the nursery rhyme, the little song, row, row, row your boat. Um, it's really well done. So I encourage everyone to check that out. Tamala Davis, thanks for, for hanging out with me on Transformed and being a part of this. And I really appreciate everything you shared. Thank you for having me. I had so much fun. So fun chatting with Tamala. I love a lot of what she said, just about the intentionality and the joy that they really try to bring into their home between her and Demario. And they're five kiddos. I mean, I I look at people with three kids and go, well, I only have four. Like, it's not that much of a jump. But yet at the same time, when I say five with her, I'm like, oh my gosh. And it's one more than than I have in my house. Um, But such a great conversation. And I I just love the, the attitude with which they approach everything and her story about, you know, how everything really changed in that specific time, February 12th, how she can still tell you the date that everything started to shift in her own life with that transformation. And the verse that that came to mind as I was talking to her, Romans 12 2, do not conform to the patterns of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of 
your mind, then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is his good, pleasing and perfect will. Uh, so much to check out when it comes to Tamala. As I said, the F word blog that she does is terrific. And the Devoted Dreamers Foundation that she and Demario are behind, they do a lot of really encouraging and important work as well. So I encourage you to check that out. And as always, we love having you here listening to Transformed and encourage you to check out everything on our website. Of course, sportspectrum.com is where you can find all that good stuff. And uh, grateful to have you here. Until next time, live and love with intention. I'm Jade McCarthy.